It's the Press Play Podcast. Yeah. He's singing already. Yeah, already. The only podcast on the internet that fully supports dancing barefoot at your local dive bar. I'm your host tonight, Matt Dasher. I'm Ian and (laughs) Hook. I'm Seth and Double. You you dance barefoot on a dirty-ass concrete bar floor. You automatically go from, if you were an eight or a nine, you're automatically a two. This is exactly why I said we condone it, or we don't condone it. We support it for comedic purposes. For comedic purposes only. Oh, Um, put it that way. I've been. I've like we all used to live in the same town, and I, I was, I was ready to take this girl home. She started doing that, dancing barefoot on the bar floor. I'm like, I'm going home alone. I am not having sex with that. I don't think so. That's just disgusting. I I would like to take this time as a as a platform for don't do that. <laughs> no, please do it so we can all point and laugh. Well, yeah. If, um, you're, if you're if you're ugly, go right ahead. Do it all you want to. Nobody wants to have sure. sex with you anyway. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I mean, depending on how many whiskeys and cokes I've had, that's anyway. Dash out here or there. Um, so tonight we're gonna be covering the 1998 film Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, starring Johnny Depp, Benicio del Toro. Christina Ritchie, and a litany of guest appearances such as Gary Busey, Ella Barking, Cameron Diaz, Toby um, McGuire, more Toby McGuire, Mark Hamill. Um, this film was directed by Terry Gilliam. Um, and if you've never seen it before, well, first and foremost, let me say, if you've never been fucked up in your entire life, you're probably not going to relate to this movie. But if you've done as many hardcore narcotics as I have in my entire life, I relate to every single aspect of this film. <laughs> and I counter, there's only one drug that they do in this movie that I have not done, and that is fucking mescaline. Um, my God, man. The dialogue in this movie, fucking supreme. Um, Seth, you have seen it. Ian, you had never seen it. I have a pretty good idea just by the look on your face right now exactly how your review of the movie is going to go, but we're going to give it to you anyway. And um, yeah. So Ian, what'd you think? So this will probably be the, the longest or the most I'm going to talk throughout this entire review. So just bear with me. Uh, Dasher, you owe me a beer. (laughs) Um, I would rather watch Dune. This movie sucks shit. Wow. This is one of you talk. We told we said Dune was artsy fartsy garbage. This movie was so trying to be cool, it was fucking stupid. Nothing happened in this movie. They called it a comedy, and I didn't laugh one time. The movie was fucking obnoxious. It thought it was going to be like this masterpiece of cinema, and it was just fucking stupid. I hated beginning to end. Nothing happened in this movie. What was the point of it? Was there even a plot? Not really. Okay, then. With, Thanks for being, wasting my fucking time, Dasher. And with, you that asshole. Said, with that being said, Ig becomes the very first person in the history of people I've ever met that has anything bad to say about this film. Um, oh, I'm sure we're out there. We just don't want to hear from you about why it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I don't care. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, don't want to get into arguments with people about why Dune sucks because then they're just going to argue with you. So I just. I would just rather keep this to myself. But because I have a platform where I can actually voice my opinions, this movie sucks shit. 
<laughs> All right, there. Seth. So, so, uh, so go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I have seen this movie uh, a number of times. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. played we played this movie all the time uh, back in my early and mid twenties when you know probably just like Dasher, I was uh, you know consuming a litany of hardcore drugs and yeah, uh, then the shenanigans that go with it. So. Um, I will say this about the film. Uh, I think this is a very visually, I think this is a, a, a pretty accurate representation of what it's like to be fucked up. 100%. It's probably the best representation of that particular mindset that I've seen on film. Yes. Um, without it trying to be over the top. Is it every other movie? Mm just dumb and they don't get the point and they, you tell they've never done it before or yeah. so on and so forth. It's the same thing when, when a comedian starts telling, you know, weed jokes where, yeah, I was, I, I was going to get my driver's license and then the cashier at Arby's asked me what I was doing there. And I would, you know, it's, you, you don't know what you're yeah. talking about. You never smoked pot in your life. That's not how it fucking right. works. I, I am 110% convinced that Benicio del Toro, Johnny Depp, the writer and the director of this film tried every single drug, that they claim to have done in this movie during the filming of said movie. Um, they, because they, you, you, you they can't didn't nail it to. any other way. You can't nail it any other way. No, they didn't have to. Um, Depp actually lived with Hunter S. Thompson for a number of months mm. when he was preparing for this role. And, uh, you know, talked to him on at length about his, uh, about his adventures back when he was uh, an active journalist. Uh, because uh, if, if for anyone that doesn't know, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is based on the novella of the same name that was written by Hunter S. Thompson about a a, a, a quasi-true story mm-hmm. of what happened when he went out to Las Vegas with his lawyer to, yeah. cover, a, uh, to cover a bike race for a magazine. And then yeah. they got lost in the uh, in the trip of Las Vegas, it stayed fucked up all the time. And that's where the book is so much better than the film because the story, if you can, because if, especially if you know, because <coughs> what the way that Johnny Depp plays this character, uh, Raul Duke is what is the name he was going by, but it is Hunter S. Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, he acts, if you've ever seen Hunter in the flesh, he nailed him. He nailed him. He nailed he him. Just fucking like him. It's uncanny. Yeah. Um, and if you can imagine Hunter telling you this story, I think I would be laughing my ass off too, because he, he's in the book, he's very descriptive. He's uh he doesn't leave anything out. He's he's very articulate about about bringing it's the most articulate I was this fucked up story I think ever told. Ever. Uh, and, yeah. that, and that's what Hunter was famous for. Um, now, uh, I said I had, I'd seen this movie a number of times. This is the first time I probably watched this in a good seven or eight years. And I I think the novelty for this film for me may have worn off because I found myself, and I don't know what, it, I don't know if it's because I've seen it so many times and I just know what's coming and I pretty much got it memorized, but um, I did not enjoy it as much this time as I had in the past, as I remember that I liked it. Um, I, I'm, I'm it's, the, it's a, it's kind of a plotting film. They, they, there, there is really no plot to it. 
No, it's a series of events. It's, it's a it's a weekend in Vegas, basically. Sure, and it's it's all random shit. Yeah, uh, that they went and did that he documented down because he didn't remember why he was going there to write it, uh, what he was going there to do because he was so fucked up. So he just wrote about the trip. Yeah, um, that, that's all this movie is. It's an exposition of what it's like to be fucked up in Las Vegas. That's all this movie is. It, it's you're not going to find a grand plot or a grand meaning to this film other than what it's like to be fucked up in Las Vegas yeah. on hardcore yeah. drugs. And unless you've ever been fucked up on hardcore drugs anywhere, you're not going to really relate to it as much as people that have. You don't even um, have to, because that's, that's not true. What this is, is a, you had to be there story. And those don't work yeah. unless you were actually there because I hate hearing those stories. If, uh, unless there's a point to it, I don't want to hear this. Okay. That's I wasn't, not, I wasn't there. It's only true. funny to you. Yes. I understand the novelty of, Hey, I've been, I've done that drug before. Who fucking cares if you have, I mean, yeah, That's... the imagery was fine. I've done, I've done hallucinogenics before, but that doesn't mean that I was relating to what was going on. What I just, just feel said, like it just, what it, you just said, I, I have to disagree with what you just said, because it's not necessarily true. I guess it's on a case by case basis. It depends on the individual that is hearing the story. If somebody can tell you a story and it's captivating enough to where you can put yourself in their position and actually know what they're talking about and feel what they're saying through their verbiage, then I think it's a very captivating story. And that's what this is. Um, I, I, you know, no matter how many times I see this film, every time I watch it, I'm equally as captivated by it as I was the very first time I saw it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just... It's a very, like, there's really no plot. It's a heavy dialogue film. It's narrated over 75% of the film. It's yeah. narrated by Johnny Depp. That got old. Um, and Benicio Del Toro's character, for me. He was the best part. I will admit Dr. that. Dr. Gonzo. I mean. <laughs> Doesn't mean that I was enjoying myself. I'm just like, I just, I just, just thinking, man, I really wish there was more of him in this film. So I could at least give it a D because right now it is not <laughs> sitting on a D. It is sitting on an F. Well, you know, all I could say to that is like what you like. Um, I love this film for what it is. Yes, it's artsy fartsy, as Seth would say. Um, but I, you'll never hear me have anything bad to say about it. I'm just I, I, I do do I do though understand where people would not like it. I've just never met anybody before now that has. But like I said, I get it. I get it. We're there. There's just it, 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 and it's not just about this movie. There's people that that don't like certain things that everyone's opinionated about. I've known forever how everybody feels about this movie. I've never seen it, but you keep it to yourself because you don't want to be just berated with, "Oh, you have to see this movie," or "Oh, why didn't you like it?" Kazuntite. Ah, thank you. Ah, I muted myself, but uh, yeah, I. The reason I said I would rather watch Dune is because at least that one, I can turn it on and just make fun of it from start to finish. I can't make fun of this film because nothing happens. Nothing happens in it that really has any effect on what's going to happen later in the film. It's just a series of events that are Mm -hmm. really only connected by the fact that they happen to the same person. No, this, this, this screenplay has a a lot of, of, of issues that we would normally call out in other film. I and, am right now. Yeah. And that's because there, 
there is there are no character arcs. No, nope. there's no cause and effect. There's no there, nothing. There, there, yeah, there's not even a flat character arc or uh, motivations. What are the motivations? Yeah. The their motivation was to go and get actually hunters hunters motivation for that whole trip and riding it. What they were looking for, he was he was going out. the The 60s had ended, and he was a big part of that scene. And the 60s ended with the 70s rolled around. Things changed, and that, and this story is is him trying to express to everyone how he noticed that it changed and how he didn't change with it, that they were trying to find the American dream and the American dream has changed. Mm. And uh, to that point, it's, it's, uh, it's got its poignant moments, especially the speech uh, that he's giving while the uh, yard birds are playing. Um or the bird, whatever the band's name is, um, you know, it was, it was, you know, in the sixties, we, we didn't need the, the war machine or anything like that. We, our energy was simply prevailed. You know, we had a, this, un, this undeniable belief that what, whatever we were doing was right. And in, in the book, you really, really get that. Um, like yeah. I said, the, the books, the books fucking amazing. Um, and, but the way that the story is told, um, this is, Nigh impossible, in my opinion, to translate to film in a traditional sense. You, this doesn't. This is, and I actually think that this is probably the best you could probably do on film with the source material because it's yeah. not meant to be a movie. Yeah, right. It, it, it's very obvious of that, and I, I shouldn't have to. I know it's probably not the movie's fault because the book is just like you said, so damn hard to translate to film. But I should not have to read a book to understand what you're trying to show me on screen. And I'm damn sure not going to read it, and we're not going to review it because this is the Press Play podcast, not the Next Page yeah. podcast, because we don't do books here. Books fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I don't read often, but but that is a book that I, I actually would recommend someone read. It's not very long. Yeah. Uh, and it's an entertaining story. It'll, it'll take you probably an hour and a half or two hours to read, about as long as it takes to watch the movie. I will say this, and um, Ian, you're probably going to disagree wholeheartedly right off the bat, and I get it school whatever um as far as method acting is concerned this is johnny depp's best performance ever on film hmm. yeah wh where do you think going through them in my head whenever he came up with jack sparrow and jack sparrow like, oh that's an impression of keith richards no it's not that's fucking hunter thompson yeah they're doing hunter yeah. thompson with a british accent it's more of a all of the 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 the, the hand waving and the oh look at there oh that's that's all fucking hunter yeah um so yeah I do like his performance in this and Benicio del Toro is a fucking riot in this film he is uh, I, I mean <laughs> especially the elevator when they come across Cameron Diaz yes yeah. that's yes. the one thing that's the one thing about this movie that I liked because I'm just pointing out all this all the cameos. That's the most fun I had. I was like, oh, Cameron Diaz. Is that Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers? That's <laughs> yes. Gary Busey. Yep. Yep. Toby McGuire. I just, yeah, that's cool. But again, Mark Harmon for two seconds. It's just a, yeah, that was awesome. It's just a bunch of things happening. That's mm -hmm. all the movie is. It, it, like, there is no plot. It is just a bunch of things happening. And that's the same reason that I fucking hate Napoleon Dynamite. Because it's the same thing. It claims to be a comedy. There's no plot. It just ends when they're done talking. It's it's a movie 
that has no cause and effect. It's just things happening. I I'll, fucking I, hate that movie, and I fucking hate this one. One thing I will say about this is they could have shaved off about 30 minutes of the end of the movie, and I would have been just fine with that. It was a tad too long. This movie no was says, like, it, no was two plus, it was two plus hours. I understand being it was two plus hours. Book, but there are certain, there are things that people will forgive you for, and one of those things is called taking liberties. Mm-hmm. If you can take a liberty and maybe give the movie a fucking point, I don't think anybody who read the book would be mad that the movie had no point and it was a waste of my time. Well, and no, that's the I'm, thing. I don't think anybody who read the book that loved the book watched the movie and hated the movie. I think anybody who read the book and loved it watched the movie and loved it as well. Well, it's because it's the book. It's yeah. the book on film. It's exactly. It's, it's very blatant. Yeah. Um, like all of the dialogue, all the narration is lifted directly from that book. Yeah. Um, he's basically reading the book when he's there. Right. They didn't right. have to write any of that. Right. Um, um so I, I, they they I, I, like I said I think the novelty for this movie for me has worn off. I will see myself watching this again uh, for a very very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think I've had my fill of it. To be honest with you, I'd much rather read the book uh, because it's a better time. And that's fair. And I mean this, this movie again. Ian is the very first person I have ever met who has had anything bad to say about the movie, but. I will concede that it might not be everybody's cup of tea. Um, I get that. It just happens to be my cup of tea. And I've mm-hmm. thrown some whiskey and lemon and honey up in that bitch. And I'm sipping it down every chance I fucking get. Now, there is uh, there is something that's uh, a little ominous in the film. Uh, the scene where they're checking into the hotel for the first time and Depp's on acid. Yes. Um and he's looking at the carpet and the and the design search yep. of the legs of that cowboy that's talking on the phone. Yep. He's talking to the person on the other end saying, yeah, they cut her goddamn head off at the parking lot. And right. I, <laughs> I think they were after I think they were after the adrenal gland. And yeah. then in the movie, all of a sudden the lawyer has a bottle of fucking adrenochrome. Yeah. It's it's kind of it's a little insinuated that he may have been a part of that. Right. Um right. didn't even catch that. But Depp was so fucked up, or not Depp, Thompson was so fucked up that he Both. couldn't remember what actually happened. He just saw images that that brought up uh, these these bad feelings and vibes and memories. And uh, he implies that, yeah, his lawyer pretty much may have been involved in a satanic ritual just so he can get a drug. Yeah, that would um, cool. Well, uh, and, yeah, and that, what, yeah. Had they had they taken that liberty, like you said, and actually made a movie, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the whole acid trip sequence that you're talking about is the best part of the film, in my opinion. Um, visually, from a writing standpoint, from an acting standpoint, because anybody who's ever dropped a hit of acid in their entire life knows what it's like, and that's what it's fucking like. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, uh, shit gets weird quick. It's real fucking quick, <laughs> <laughs> and and it just it comes on all of a sudden. Yeah, and Benicio del Toro like he, he asked Benicio del Toro when they're all when they're in back country. Um, I don't know what I got. I, I as your attorney advise you to drive at top speed because in thirty minutes, um, the world's going to melt away, and it did. <laughs> I mean, the way he was acting in that entire scene. 
looking at himself in the mirror, messing with people's hair as he walked by. That is mm-hmm. the epitome of an acid trip. 100%. You know, you know, fr- from an entertainment level, uh, this, this movie is going to be hit or miss for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yes. And, but at, from a, from a, a, an objective <sighs> filmmaking standpoint, yeah, this is a bad movie. Um, except visually, the the visuals in this movie are pretty fucking cool. Um, I, I love the angles that are used. I love the distorted lenses. I love uh, the lighting that's used to display mood and 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 and, and energy that's going on around them. Um, I think that's all very well done. Gilliam is uh, he's a talent behind the camera. Yeah, but the screenplay just doesn't work because, like I said, it's basically just the book. And if you don't take those liberties and try to have a character arc and, and give us a payoff at the end that's worth our time that you just made us watch, then it just it doesn't work as a film. Mm. I see your point. I just humbly disagree because I think it did work on film, but. I can also objectively see the opposite side. I can see Ian's point here. I can. Um, Had I not experienced the things that had been experienced in this film, I could probably understand where Ian's coming from. And I'm not saying that Ian has never never experienced the things that have happened in this film. Oh, I have at least a few of them. Just maybe not to the extent that they were portrayed on screen. Um. It's a mind fuck on film. That's all this movie is. It's a mind fuck on mm-hmm. film. But yeah, it, it does go on a little too long. It's very long winded. Mm-hmm. Uh, the and... whole Christina Ritchie arc towards the end, they could have mm-hmm. shaved that entire sequence out. I'd have been completely fine with it. Yeah. Well, then you can't get to the adrenochrome part of the book, which they had to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, that when he's losing it, when uh, when Thompson is on the bed and got the towel over his head and yeah. lights start to change to, to a hot pink and his eyes are fucking like almost clear and yeah. he's heading and tell me what about the glands? It's it's, yeah. it, it's that performance right there on that bed when he's fucked up is some of the most brilliant acting yeah that I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, like I said, uh, but, but Johnny, it's uh, it's, it's, it's just been- it's. It's a shame that acting didn't have a better screenplay behind it. Yeah, because I thought, as much as I hate the film, the 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 scene that I was like most invested in was the bathtub scene with uh, Del Toro. Oh, Oh, that that was was amazing! That was amazing because that was just that was just him fucking shining. But his as great of an actor as he is, he just could not save this movie. No. He couldn't, and I don't think really anyone. Like I said, I think this is the best you can do with that source material. Um, if you're just going to like put the book literally, it's on. The, yeah, it's the equivalent of doing a panel for panel animated movie. It's like I already read the fucking comic. I why do I why am I paying yeah. twenty dollars to own the DVD? Yeah, looking at you, Kelly Joke. That's fair. Uh, that, that's don't get fair. started on that one. That is fair. All well, right. With all that being said, um, Ian hated it. I love it. Seth's on the fence with it right now. Um, he once loved it. He now doesn't really care for it. Um, 
watch it and judge for yourself, audience, mm. because if you haven't seen it, and, you should. And let me and yeah. I want to I want to throw this out there. Those of you that are on Dasher's side that that absolutely love this movie, I want you to actually ask yourself, when's the last time you watched it? Because I you might end up like Seth. Because there was a time where the Boondock Saints was my favorite movie on this planet. <laughs> it is not that ca- it is not the case anymore. This movie, <laughs> you are allowed to change your mind. Sure. Yes, you are. You are. Yeah. So yep. do do yourself that favor. If you're hearing us, it's like, oh man, Ian's fucking crazy. Watch it again. Maybe it's been ten years for you. Mm-hmm. You're not in college anymore. All right. Just throwing it out there. You're not having yeah, a fa- you're not having a face melting acid trip. You're not on a handful of mescaline. You're not on shrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Watch because it sober. Watch it sober the- and see if it gives you the same feeling. I didn't. I, the last time I watched this film was before I started. You know. Uh, really analyzing film and paying attention to craft as a hobby and thinking interest in it. So that has completely changed my perspective on the film. Um, and, and I think that anyone that can look at a film objectively can watch this and see both sides of the argument. And then you just make a choice whether or not you like the film. And, and, and I, I, I agree 100%, and I see both sides of the argument. I still steadfast hold that it is, in fact, a master class in cinema. That's my opinion. Take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. In, um, in, in directing, you're not wrong. Yeah. In acting. Directing and acting, you're not wrong. But yeah. uh, screenplays, you're, not, you're screen, very wrong. Screen, screenplay, you're wrong. It's, it's, not a, it's not a good screenplay. Like you know, just nothing happens. Yeah. All right. So I never, I, I honestly did not know when this movie was going to end because usually there's a there's a climax or a third act. I just like, oh, I guess we're done. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the trip is over, so to speak. So, Ian, uh, what you got for us next week? Well, I thought about it. And I know I said I was going to do Team America, but before that, I said I was going to do Last Dragon. So I'm actually going to let you two decide what you'd rather watch, which is a first. Would you rather watch Team America? That's not how this works. I can change (laughs) how this works at any time. You see my name on the poster? Yeah. Well, your name's there, too, but it's my pick. I can do whatever I want. Uh, Sure. Why not? Um, Fuck it. Last Dragon. I haven't seen it in about two years. I was... was yeah, I was I set on Last Dragon time. when you first announced it, yeah, so I, have, I, I, I really want to watch that movie. I haven't okay. seen it in at least two decades. Let's go for it. All right. The, the topic of next week is The Last Dragon starring Tymac. <laughs> and Vanity. Vanity. Oh, I forgot about her. And Ernie Reyes Jr., actually, the kid from yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, yep. which I watched this weekend. Yep. And the probably one of the best villains and one of the worst villains of all time you're ever going to see. Show enough. Show enough. The Shogun of Harlem. Yep, that's a thing. Ladies right. and gentlemen, if you have not seen this film, um, you're, you're doing yourself treat. a dis- yeah. It's 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 you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, yeah this 100%. is. I don't care. You are not allowed to say that I owe you a beer because this movie was made to be bad. Yeah, it it really was. It so, really was. I got myself out of that one. I don't care if you hate it. I'm just going to tell you, hey, that was the fucking point. Yep. 
All right. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Yay, Dasher did it. (laughs) All right, gents. Till next Monday. All right, Dad.